How many things do you have going at any given time? Are you washing the dishes and washing the clothes and trying to feed the kids and clean up after them and all the things all at one time? Are you one of those who is doing their best to master multitasking? Well, that's what I want to talk to you about on this episode. So join me. Come along. Hey, happy girls. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Brawl Lady with Missy Helderman. We cannot wait to teach, inspire, and even maybe share a giggle or two with our beloved Happy Girls family. So without further ado, let's dive right in to today's episode with Missy. Hey, happy girls. Missy, your favorite brawl lady here today. And I want to talk about multitasking. So many of us, especially as women, women multitask or we try to multitask so much more than men, don't we? I find if I watch my husband, it's so hilarious because he will start to do something. He will see something and then put that down and start doing this. And then he'll do that for 15, 20 minutes. He may never, ever get back to the first thing. He may not even ever get back to the second thing, but he kind of squirrels around where I'm one who if I'm trying to do something and then I see something else that needs to be picked up, well, I'm carrying them both. And then, oh, well, this needs to be done too. Well, let's try to do that while I'm doing all the things. Am I the only one? I find that I get to where I am trying to do so many things at one time that then I'm not doing any of them. Now, granted, there are tasks that can be done multitasking. I bet you can think of two or three right off the top of your head that you do. Me, I am guilty of being on the phone because I have a headset, okay? Like a lot of us have earbuds, you know, and different things, ear pods. So we're talking on the phone. We're having a conversation. Usually it's with my mother, my sister, my cousin, and chatting along. And I can make the bed. I can change the sheets. I can do the laundry. I can fold clothes. I can do dishes. I can do all of those things that really don't take a whole lot of mental capacity. And matter of fact, I actually do them better when I'm on the phone with my mom or somebody like that because I'm not thinking about how I hate to do them. I'm not thinking about how bored I am while I'm sitting here folding clothes or how I just can't stand to do this, that, or the other. So I get on the phone and before I know it, I've talked myself through it with being on the phone and it's over, it's done. And not only did we do that, but while talking to my mom or my sister or my cousin, we've solved all the world's problems too. Made decisions, decided what we're going to do the further the following day, picked out my windows, picked out my color of my house, you know, <laughs> I'm sure you have those things too. That you can sit and you can do two things at once, watch television and crochet or, you know, feed the baby and do something else. But ladies, multitasking when trying to do things that are mentally tasking, things that require our mental focus, I'm sorry to say it's a lie. I have gone and you'll be in a project 
that takes a lot of focus. You're doing something very detailed. We're doing something that we're trying to finish and trying to put our 100% into, right? And all of a sudden we get a phone call. All of a sudden we get an email that pops up or somebody comes into our office and needing this. Okay, the fire truck is going by, so I'm going to wait. <laughs> See, it's just like that. All of a sudden a whistle blows, a siren goes, and our brain is just like Doug on up. You know, he's talking to you. Have you seen that movie? Oh my gosh. Side note, I recommend that movie. It is so sweet. But there's a little dog named Doug and he's just talking and talking and talking. And then all of a sudden, squirrel, he sees something out of the corner of his eye, something shiny and off he goes. Well, that's how my mind is. Oftentimes I'm in focus doing a project and then something happens and it pulls my focus away. And do you know what happens when we lose focus like that? Do you know that it requires us 21, 22 minutes to get back to that original focus that we had on that particular project? 21 to 22 minutes. So if you have an eight hour day that you are in your office working and you're working hard and you've gotten you know 30 minutes into something, 45 minutes into something, and all of a sudden you've got a squirrel or a shiny bobble that pulls your attention or requires you to jump off of that project and do something else, it literally takes you that amount of time to get back to the focus that you had before the distraction. Isn't that crazy? Now, imagine that happening eight times. So eight times 20, we're talking a good part of the day. We're trying to get back into focus rather than actually spending the time doing the project. And so many of us, we think, oh, we're such great multitaskers. But if we're taking and giving 20 minutes to this little thing while we're doing 20 minutes to this little thing and five minutes to this little thing, we're not getting really anything done, are we? If we're really honest with ourselves, we're not being able to complete anything and then we feel exhausted and we feel kind of like overwhelmed. I don't even remember where it was that I heard it, but there was a gentleman who was explaining how a woman thinks and she, he was, <laughs> it's kind of funny. He was equating our mind, a woman's brain to a computer and how we can have so many different tabs and windows open. Now they may be minimized, but they're still running. And that, oh my gosh, is that not the case? We're thinking about this, 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 and this while we're doing this, 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 and this. And we need to focus on the things coming up, right? What would it be like if we said, okay, we're not going to multitask. We're going to take a short amount of time and just focus on one thing. Okay, stop. Don't panic. I don't want you to be hyperventilating, you know, one thing at a time. Can you imagine? Well, during my classes that I've taken, my mentor teaches about what's called flow sessions. And flow sessions for them is one 90-minute set time where you only do one thing. How much could you get done in 90 minutes if you just focused on one thing at a time? I will tell you, it is phenomenal 
how much you can get done. So how they teach it is you take 90 minutes of time, you set a timer, you turn off all of the notifications, you turn over your phone and make sure that everybody knows not to bother you, which I know that's a whole nother thing. But then you focus on one single topic, one single project. After the 90 minutes, you have 50 minutes that you kind of give yourself a break. You stand up, you walk around, you get yourself a drink of water. Then you sit back down and do it again. I will tell you with three 90 minute sessions like that, you can get so much more done than what we have been trying to do multitasking in an eight to 12 hour day. Now for me, 90 minutes, I don't know. I think I have to work up to it. I usually can do 60 minutes, 90 minutes. My brain kind of goes, okay, I'm done working on this project. There are times that I've really been deep into it and can actually go 90 minutes and I'm surprised when my timer goes off. But usually my brain kind of does a good 60 minutes, then it needs a break. I think everybody's just a little bit different, or at least that's my thought. But I want to challenge you today. First off, to tell you, multitasking, unless you're on the phone with your mother trying to solve the world's problems and folding laundry, it really doesn't work. But how we do it is that we do these flow sessions, these little breaks of time where nobody else bothers us and how much more we can get done. So we don't have to multitask. Now, I want to take it one step further. How would this be? And this is just an idea that popped into my head just now. But how would this be if we taught our kids and even our spouses to do something like this. You know, they come home, the kids come home, they've got a lot of homework to do or they have chores to do and they're hungry, they've, you know, from school. And what if we taught our culture or build a culture around our home or even our office? I always thought this would even, we've tried to do this at the shop too, where it's like this amount of time is dedicated to so-and-so. So for example, like, okay, for this 90 minutes, okay, you go, you focus on this particular thing. I'm going to get the phones. I'm going to get all the whistles and bells. I will take care of the customers. But you, you can go and you can focus on this one thing. Or say in our house, okay, Jessica, we know that you need to get your room cleaned up. For the next 90 minutes, the next 60 minutes, you, that's what you're going to do. You're going to be focused on on that. You're going to have that flow session to just work, 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 work. And we're going to make sure that you're not disturbed. Or gosh, can you imagine if we trained the kids? Now, mom, I'm going to make sure that, you know, these things are taken care of so you can focus on this one thing. I'm not going to call your name. Mom, 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 mom. We're not going to do that. We're going to let you have this little bit of time just to do the very thing that you need to do. Now, wouldn't that be something, right? I want you to think about that. I know it sometimes feels impossible, but, you know, we are treated the way we allow others to treat us. So if we teach those around us to treat us with some respect of our time too, 
where we have those flow sessions, where we have that quiet time. I remember um, one lady years ago, she told us that she taught the kids when she was in that chair with her candle burning, because she always had a little candle burning, her hot cup of tea. That's when she was doing her devotionals, that when that candle was burning, when she was in that chair, she was praying, she was doing devotionals, she was journaling, what have you, and she needed it just to be quiet and not to be interrupted. And she said at first it was hard because the kids, they always needed something. But over time, they learned, okay, mom's got the candle burning. That's her time. Or maybe it's in the bathroom. Hey, when mom is in the bathroom with the door closed and the bubbles blowing, you know, on the tub, then mom needs a little bit of time. She's focusing on whatever it is that she needs to do her, you know, her space. But how cool would it be to actually train these children to do that too? So that as they grow, as they go out into the world, that they know how to have a focus that's longer than 11 seconds. Actually, I don't even know. I think the the focus nowadays is even less than that, you know, four or five seconds and then we're getting bored. We need to learn how to focus. We need to learn how to sit quietly. We need to learn how to even just sit to think. We don't give ourselves enough time to just sit and think and dream because too many times we're trying to do all the things or we think that dreaming and thinking is lazy or of no value. And I'll tell you, I'm guilty of that. I am guilty. I am one that likes to have action. I'm moving because moving to me and doing something means value. Sitting still means we're lazy. That's just kind of in my head. That's what has been in my head. And so trying to change that perception or that paradigm, it's kind of tough. It's kind of tough, but it's also can be tough. You know, we want to sit, but then we want to turn on the TV or we want to grab our phone or we want to grab the music. So the story goes that there was a newspaper journalist that had come in to interview like the owner or CEO of this big corporation. And as he walked by one of the offices, he noticed that there was one guy who was sitting at his desk with his feet up on his desk. When they finished the interview, they walked him back out and they note he noticed that that man was still sitting in his chair with his feet propped up on his desk. And so he asked the owner about it. He says, well, what, what is he doing? It doesn't look like he's doing a whole lot of anything. He says, oh, well, I pay him to think. And that's what he does. Can you imagine being paid to think? And apparently that man was the one who also brought so many designs and so many ideas and so many directions to the corporation that made it worthwhile for him to think. When was the last time you stopped multitasking and just sat and took some time to think? Well, that's what I want to challenge you to this week. Take some time, go sit by the lake, go sit outside. The weather's starting to get really nice and just think, who knows what next great idea you may come up with? 
who knows what kind of solution you all of a sudden have to a situation that you are facing with, or who knows, it may just be the decompression that you need just to take some time to breathe in the midst of this world's chaos. All right. Well, that is all I have today. Until next time, I hope you join me. Take care. Ta-ta. And that was another episode of Confessions of a Brawl Lady with our favorite host, Missy Helderman. She left us feeling inspired, encouraged, but also ready to just tackle the day. So if you want to keep up with us, and specifically with Missy, go to our website, www.thebrawmarket.com. Once you're there, you'll find access to so many resources, including how to book an appointment, how to buy a bra or find your fit, how to follow us on social media or join our email club, but also just other fun resources like merchandise and subscriptions. We'll see you next week, happy girls.